Welcome to Embrace Your Brain with Dr. D. Joy Coulter. These short weekly brain bits give you fresh glimpses into how your mind works and how to develop its natural brilliance. Welcome to the podcast. Today we're going to explore what it is to check out your visual channel. It could be your favorite channel, your favorite way of relating to the world around you. If so, it even affects how you dress. When you get up in the morning, you don't just throw on what's handy or what's the most comfortable. You're going to go for looking put together. Appearance matters, and you're going to have a sense of style. The chances are you're going to gravitate toward color and probably have some kind of jewelry or belt buckles or wristbands or something like that that you'd like to wear as well. Typically, I used to give talks to music educators, and I was used to looking out into a sea of people in the audience that were wearing dark colors usually and looked pretty ordinary until they started performing, and then, of course, they weren't ordinary at all. But one time I was asked to give a talk to art educators, and I hadn't expected that they would look so different. When I got on the podium and I looked out, it was a sea of color. And the hairdos were incredible. Everybody was really put together. A lot of them had jewelry, and they'd made their own jewelry, typically. These were people that took the visual channel all the way to a professional level. If you love the visual channel, you may like rearranging and redecorating your living space a lot. And if I saw your shelves, you probably had more objects than books on them. You're the type that could work on crafts for a long block of time and you'd never get bored. When people ask you questions, it may take you a little longer than the average person to answer because you store information in pictures too, and you have to have the time to translate from your pictures into words for the person who asked the question. You can notice the smallest of details. And that has a downside, because you also spot flaws and imperfections really easily, so hopefully you don't mention all of that because you could drive everybody else kind of crazy, since you notice things they don't. You're probably never going to forget a face. There's a very special turf in your brain just for faces, but you probably have a strong connection to it. Might be hard to remember names unless you're also good in the auditory channel. But here's the downfall. You're likely to forget where you put things. Now, why is that? I have a friend who is an artist, and he had to use special erasers and special glue and brushes, and he would buy multiple items of that sort and put them all over the place because he could never remember where he put them down. If you're using your visual channel creatively, it's kind of like erasing the board so that you can have the next idea, and what you also erase is where you put things. So if your visual memory is weak, you're going to have to use your auditory and kinesthetic channels in order to remember where things are. If your visual channel is really developed, it can carry you into different professions. You might consider graphic design work, working with fashion and visual artistry, Hairdressers, chefs, cabinet makers, Finnish carpenters, even proofreaders all use the visual channel. You'd think proofreaders would be reading the copy, but they don't. The good ones describe what they do as staring at the page until the flaws pop out, and then they circle them. They really haven't read the book at all. 
It is possible to overload the visual channel. If you're doing too much close work all day, that can do it. Or if you have to do too much vigilant work with your eyes. Playground supervisors, security guards, restaurant workers, construction crews, child care workers, they're constantly having to track what's going on. And that can be exhausting. Even travel, which is very enjoyable, can finally overload you because everything is so unfamiliar. When that happens, you want to treat that visual overload by enjoying breaks. If you've got a close work job, hopefully you also have a window. If so, you can take a break, I'd say every 20 minutes at least, and look out that window so your eyes can use their long view. That's really important. You might want to give yourself eye massages. There are particular examples of how one's supposed to do that, but what I find is that everybody does it right anyway. You're going to gently go across your eyes. You're going to go around the bones around your eyes and go across your forehead as well. So you're going to do it right. Just give yourself some eye massages. You might want to have your eyes closed and listen to music, if that's one of your choices. Physical exercise is great as well. I doubt that you're going to want to use jigsaw puzzles as a way to relax. Too much on the eyes. You're going to enjoy familiar surroundings as well if you've had too much novelty. So even if you do like to arrange everything differently, please leave some relaxing spot just the way it was for those days when you are actually overwhelmed. Next time, we'll talk about the auditory channel. If you're enjoying these podcasts, I hope you'll share them with friends. And please visit us at EmbraceYourBrain.com to check out some really great resources. 